You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Snippets of Genius podcast. I'm your hostess, business and success coach, Caroline Kay. And today I'm joined with life and performance coach, Nat Lepecker. Nat, welcome to the show. Caroline, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Nat, you have one hell of a journey to share with our listeners. Tell us how it all started for you. All started with me completely crashing out and completely burning out six years ago now, I think it was, because it was 2015. I came to a huge standstill in in my life and I was grappling with a load of a uh, lot of stuff, just a lot of stress. The kind of environment that I was in is just by nature very high pressure and very high stress. I was never really sure whether I actually deep down really wanted to be there, but you know, the rational side of my mind just kept going, well, this is a great job, great career. We spent so many years at uni doing this. You just got to stay and you got to make it work. And so I kept going like that, but worked insanely hard because again, rational, if you want success, you need to work hard and you need to be prepared to, to, to kind of pay a price for it. And until eventually I just completely crashed and found myself, you know, having to deal with burnout, depression, raging anxiety and just completely not having a clue about, you know, how the hell am I going to climb out of this? Because clearly everything that I've been doing has led me to this place. And I'm just not sure that this is the way forward. So this is where I kind of had to um, start listening to my to my body and my intuition a little bit more. And of course, the rational is great. But definitely, I feel like it, it, it can be a bit of a blinding characteristic as well. Yeah, I, I hear you. And it's so challenging to step out of what you know. And you're in this world, like you say, you're on the progression of this is the path. This is the way you do things. You do university, you study hard, you follow your degree. And it sounds like you did that. So what was the moment? Can you remember when you were like, that's it, this can't go on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The reason I laugh at it is is because I didn't, I really didn't have a choice whether it wasn't really a decision that I made. It was a decision that was made for me. And it was, it was May 1st, 2015. It was the first day that I ever called in sick. And, and the way that it happened is I was standing in the shower at 6am in the morning and I was just bawling my eyes out. I I was, you know, I was just crying and I couldn't stop. And it was I just felt such deep existential pain and I couldn't, like, I just, I, I couldn't see outside of that shower. Like I had no idea how I was going to get to work. And, you know, of course that was like the accumulating point, but the, you know, it was a whole run up of, you know, months and months where I was in, breaking down at a, at an increasing frequency and, you know, these uh, sort of episodes, let's, let's call them, would last longer and longer. And it all kind of accumulated on this, on this one day 
where, you know, already at 6am, I was just like, man, I just don't know how I'm going to get to work. And I would go on these, I would have these little pep talks with myself. And I'd be like, right now, just one step at a time, you're going to make it through today. We just, oh, it's a Friday. All we have to do is just one day and it's the weekend. And okay, what is the next step that I have to do now? And it's like, okay, we're going to get out of the shower and we're going to dry our hair. And, and the thought of drying my hair just absolutely killed me in that moment. And I just went into another spiral. And I was just like, in that moment, I was like, it was very clear to me that I wasn't going anywhere that day and that I, I, I actually have a problem. And, and I ended up signing off, off of work for a couple of months until at least I, I was in a place where I was, well, that I wasn't falling apart like that. Gosh, yeah. oh my goodness. That's so, I mean, God, it's awful to think that you've gone through that and that you've, you've had such a difficult time and thank God you listened to yourself and signed yourself off work for some time. But then, you know, at the end of that period of this time out, then you had another decision to make, right? Yeah. It, and it was, a t- to be honest with you, it was a decision that it was a series of decisions because I came back to the business and I did at that point change roles to something that was and this is where I got into stockbroking because I was in a in an adjacent department at the time but stockbroking allowed me to reclaim some of the hours back so I was only working an 11 12 hour day as opposed to 14 16 hours sometimes all nights at that point so that was the first decision it was just reclaiming some of that time back but really at that point I really started looking out uh, for other things that I can do. You know, what is my purpose? What is my mission on this planet? What am I here to do? Because I'm just not sure that I'm completely resonating with this, with this finance thing anymore. So it was a series of decisions that, yes, ultimately culminated in me leaving the corporate world. And that was, I pulled that trigger last year, beginning of last year is when I left. And I'd say that probably for a year and a half before I did that, I already had the clarity over what I was going to do. And how did you get that clarity? You know, it was sometimes you just got to do what what will sustain you for now. But the, the key is you just got to keep looking out for it. And so I kind of always thought, well, I would love to start my own business but I just, I never had an idea. And then you need all that energy to go into it. But to be honest, I mean, finding the idea is probably the, the, the most difficult part because once you have that, you're so excited that you just you just find the energy. It's just that. So right? that, that brings us into a really nice place of how you got to your idea to take a much bigger leap and go away from the rational of a okay, yeah. logical next step. Well, I, so I had been working with coaches for probably... A couple of years at the point of when it all sort of came together and just working on my on my kind of personal development and and it just kind of struck me one day I was just headed home after a day at work it was a beautiful kind of August summer day like I remember it like it was yesterday and it just struck me that holy shit I can be doing this for other people you know like I think I would actually be good at this as well and it's something that I can train, you know, in relatively little amount of time, I can train up and I can just go and I'll have to figure a lot of stuff out, you know, I'm sure, but it just, it just clicked and it just made sense. And so you went through the the route of getting qualified and then was it literally a progression from there? You just kept maintaining momentum and kept going or how was that journey? So, yeah, so I qualified 
And then I resigned. And for me, it was, you know, some people do the thing of building up one thing and then ramping down the, the their steady kind of profile job to kind of level out the cash effect, if you like. You know, working 11 hours a day for me in a place as intense as a stock uh, broking floor and a trading floor, I just would not be able to sustain that, having two jobs effectively and having to build something over the weekend. And I've already been through burnout before. So for me, it was, you know, we're jumping off the cliff here. I have this idea. I'm going to take my personal experience of the corporate world, of the kind of challenges that we grapple with the sort of fears that come up for us, the insecurities that come up for us, all the things that, you know, everyone in my network that I know is probably dealing with. I know there is a need for this. And I just made the leap. And so, yeah, I jumped up the cliff, but then I knew that I would need support in helping me figure out what it, like, how, how am I going to do this? (laughs) And I was like, okay, right. I'm going to hire a business coach because like, I mean, I can be here all year long, but the amount of progress I can make if I just uh, invest in a coach is is just going to, you know, it's just going to condense that time period to four months or whatever. And yeah, that was the beginning. Great. So you got that support. You speeded through those early days, which I can completely resonate with because that's exactly mm. the way I did it. <laughs> just got to do and, it. Uh, and you've just got to, yeah, back yourself to the hill, get that support and go for it. So how did you find your first client? So first clients were the classic family and friends. And it was the classic thing of, hey, mate, I'm a coach. <laughs> do you want to coach with me? <laughs> And, and that worked uh, really quite well. I would say that I was quite considerate in, in my approach to market because in the beginning it is, it is going to be very much push. No one knows about you as a coach. Your friends will know that you've qualified as a coach, but nobody knows what this coaching thing is, is about aside from us coaches. So it's, it's very much, you kind of have to reach out. And I was quite considerate in the way that I did that, you know, you want people to, you want people who are going to be open to change, motivated to learn. And you don't want to get in a situation where the money exchange isn't there. So that's not motivating anybody. I won't forget the first time I had a paid client. Like I literally cried, you know, just out of like, it was just such a relief. And I was just, thank you, universe. I'm on <laughs> the right path and it's working That's out. It. Yeah. It is a validation, oh, that total validation yeah. that you are, you're doing this. It's right. And the world is recognizing it. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to sure. be okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's super tough. It's super tough as well. And this is where just, if you need to get paid support, a coach or whatever, oh like just do it. Yeah. You know, it's, you yeah. absolutely need I, it. It is, it is sort of those early days are, you know, you're, tr- you're building up your own confidence, but also, as you say, getting that confidence in the people you're serving and showing the impact that you can have. Have you had any memorable moments from your business that you want to share? The highlights over the last couple of years. One of the, the big ones that I'll never forget. I was due, I was scheduled a photo shoot in April to, to just take professional photos for my website. And of course, the lockdown came in just a week earlier. And so the the shoot got postponed and we didn't have any visibility on when that would take place. So it's kind of like, okay, I need to get that website up and running. People might want to check me out. 
So I ended up having to do it with a, it was a selfie stick living room photo shoot for my website situation. That was, it was a two day event. And um, (laughs) I honestly, I will never forget it. It was, it was like the things that you do to get yourself in business. And it was, it was pathetic. It was every time I looked at that that website, I was like, oh man, (laughs) (laughs) I think that is just a fantastic example of showing up and doing the work in whatever situation you find yourself in. It's not pathetic at all. No, to be, yeah, I am being a little bit harsh, but you know, you just <laughs> yeah. gotta do it. You you gotta deal. You what do they say? You gotta you gotta roll with the cards that you've been dealt. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Roll with the punches. Roll totally. with the punches. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to ask you is: there any um, one piece of advice that you would offer an entrepreneur wanting to get started? We spend so much time waiting for things to be perfect and doing our research and thinking about stuff and planning for every contingency. And, you know, we're waiting to have like the ultimate clarity about everything that we're going to do, you know, the messaging, the proposition, how we're going to market it. But, you know, yes, you have to spend some time there. But I always say, and I I coach quite a lot of clients around this who are just waiting for things to be perfect. You know, when you feel like you're 50% there, you just got to do it. You know, you've done enough at 50%. You just got to close your eyes and go for it, you know, because you're not, you're never going to have the ultimate clarity if you don't get going. Some of my quickest, my business, my proposition has transformed dramatically over the past four months. And coincidentally, four months ago, four months ago is when I really started embracing this philosophy. Just stop sitting on it. Let's just go. And yeah, the first time you do something, it's always going to be a little bit shit, right? It's, you know, your first podcast, your first masterclass, your first article that you published, your first interview, it maybe is not going to be a total disaster, but because your expectations are way high, it's probably not going to live up to that. And so, but it's a bit like the first pancake, you got to make it if you want to make the next one uh, that's going to be better. So prepare, do your research, do your thing, but then just get out of your own way and, and just do it. Yeah, I, yeah, there's definitely so much mileage in the the just do it mentality. And I know a lot of my guests that have come on this show have, have sort of given that just do it advice. Mm. But I think you've put a really nice spin on that there with it in the fact of, you know, when you're at 50%, you're probably right where you need to be to get started. So that's really great. Tell us how you define success. Success to me really, it means thriving. And for me, it's it's a feeling and it's an energy state. It's a state of being. And, you know, I think for a lot of us and definitely the kind of rational me in the past and the way that maybe society kind of traditionally defines success, it's all about the hustle and it's all about the hard work and the money and the prestige. And like all of those are great things. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. They're kind of, they have a part in my success framework, but they're more like the result of feeling like I'm showing up in the world with my best game, with enthusiasm, with energy, right? Just waking up in the morning, kind of excited about the life that I'm creating and just ready to go and get it. And 
it doesn't necessarily mean that like every day is perfect and you know shit never hits hits the fan and there are no difficult days of course there are but if the kind of overall balance of that is is one of me thriving then i know i'm headed in the right direction and and that's how how i kind of view myself being successful in life so today it's much more about you know am i learning am i growing as a person how is my health you know what sort of shape am i in do i have time to do the things that i love in life you know spend time with people cultivate relationships and just have space to enjoy myself and not feel like i'm just rushing and hustling for it so I really believe that if I can get all of that right, then the money and the success and, you know, the prestige or everything else like that will that will follow. That's 100 percent right. And I absolutely love that. What a brilliant way to finish the show. Nat, thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much, Caroline. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help other people find it, too, I would really appreciate you taking a moment to rate or leave a review. And if you know someone who wants to start their own business, why not share it? To find out more about how I help people start and scale, visit www.carolinek.co. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.